This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Let's go! Listening to ETMH 107.1. The time is 5 p.m. and now that's the ticket with Hannah Mooney. Kia ora e homa, no mai, hardy mai, ko Hannah tokawengua, and you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. That was my co-host slash guest for today's episode, James Smith, on the intro there, previewing a snippet from their upcoming play, Wish I Was There, which is fittingly radio themed. I feel like this is. Just perfect. But uh, before we get into that, uh, first and foremost, I just want to say welcome back to That's the Ticket, James. This is like your 100th guest appearance or something like that? Something something like that, yeah, sure. Uh, Do do you remember? I I really should have done my research before this. This might be three or four? I'm like it's either four or four. I don't know. You're just you're just always around, and you you always have stuff to talk <laughs> about. It's just you're, you're too prolific in the art scene, James. I think oh, that's what it is. The only time anyone's ever said that to me. Oh well, I'm glad that I did it on that's the ticket. But um, <laughs> how's how's it going, mate? How are you? Oh, we're doing great. We're we're thriving. <laughs> we're loving it. We're you know love yeah. and lockdown. You live, laugh, love. Oh, we are girl bossing it right now. You bang bang bong, That's sing sing song, ding ding dong. UK hun, um, that was a little uh, clickbait for the fans out there. So I'll get back on track. But um, <laughs> no, so you know we're in the middle of level three, and you have a show coming up. Yeah, I certainly do. <laughs> Hopefully, how's, how's that going? It's it's been interesting because. With the way the show is, you know, I've got Arnis Falsi Jensen directing me and he lives in Auckland. And so he's stuck in Auckland. And I haven't had a physical rehearsal with him since August, I think. Since before the first was... lockdown? Yeah, it was It was the weekend that he was down for Back to Square One. Mm-hmm. And so it's been over Zoom for a couple of weeks before that and then the rest of it since now till now and it's just it's an interesting one yeah would you say that you're a pro at zoom rehearsals now i'm definitely a pro at reading a script over zoom because <laughs> that's kind of the way we've been running it is it started off as kind of these these script doctoring sessions which then kind of went into you know how we're going to perform this and it's more about getting the feeling and the sound of it ready before we actually get something physical up. Cause yeah, getting, getting physical in either my bedroom or, or the lounge or something like that for, you know, in, in, in the sense of a, of a show is kind of, it's strange when it's, you know, just you and a camera and someone on the other end. Yeah. So we haven't, we haven't done anything physical yet, which is weird to say when we're supposed to be having a season first week in november yeah so yeah but it's been it's been great 
I guess it's the perks of the show being like a radio show kind of idea. Yeah. No, this is a good segue to we should link back to actually what the show is and what it's about. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the show is called Wish I Was There. Um, the idea of it is it's a radio DJ in the far future where humanity has spread out through the solar system. Um, Earth, as we know it, is is dead, quote-unquote. Um, spoilers it's not um but that's kind of the whole whole idea of the show is it's this 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 person who's kind of rejected the lifestyle that they've been brought up in and gone off to find their own thing and come back through trying to decide one of these planets that humanity has established itself on um is going to be the right place for me to live now and yeah it's the kind of internal monologue of i don't know where i belong and that sort of thing and, and finding that place that 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 we belong we want to we want to be there was a, a nice little summary there james it's like you've done this before no <laughs> no actually I feel, I feel like last time i had you on that's the ticket you would you just um entered the boil up project like you just yeah. in a submission and so this was that work right yeah yeah so the way it, it yeah it, so this has been put on through boil up um and the idea of it's evolved from day one i think one of the first the first or second time i was on the show i was talking about a play i was writing that's kind of sci-fi themed yeah um this is that show and it's it started off as this this kind of let's talk about mars and mars and pop culture and it's kind of progressed through to now it's a story about yeah. Mm-hmm the human universe and that and yeah i got into boil up uh worked through some some cool workshops with theater professionals which is awesome to like get in and actually work with you know people from around the country who who know what they're talking about and it's not just the same local people that i rely on to be like hey what do you think of this um and through that you know i've i've become one of the 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 first four i suppose or or however we're we're talking about that as is and yeah yeah it's 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 cool to be in a place where i'm working with someone who's an actual proper theater professional who's actually guiding me Mm. and the and and he's talking about like you know the potentials of tours and and taking it outside of hamilton and i'm like this is a really cool like weird feeling for me to be like oh this 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 is going other places other than just Hamilton well I mean Hopefully. isn't that the goal at the end of the day I mean I'm sure I speak for the rest of Kirikirua when I'm glad that we are hopefully going to get it first um COVID yeah. level dependent obviously um but I'm going to talk to you about Anders but first I want to really quick ask about um so you mentioned that you've been working on this play for a while. When did the radio aspect come into it? I want to know if I was inspiration because need to take any credit that I can get here, James. <laughs> we'll, we'll pretend and say yes. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, Answer um, please. No, so it's. It, I mean, it started off as this. This one. It always. Not always. Most of it. Most of the time, this idea has existed. It's been a one-person show. Mm-hmm. Um, it started off as a one-person show of of an Earth Earthling going to Mars, um, and that kind of isolation and that that feeling, and 
it wasn't quite sticking and then it kind of then it became a martian going to earth and same sort of ideas but it wasn't quite sticking and then it became a two-person show of a person from earth and a person from mars and then it became a three-person show as we added someone in from venus and then it became a one-person show again but the i didn't know how to frame it because this is the first one-person show i've written um and i wasn't sure how the framing would work not that we really like need a specific framing for a one-person show because you go into a one-person show expecting them to be talking to the audience um but i got into this kind of conspiracy theory rabbit hole on youtube like watching just like this guy talk about conspiracy theories and like deep diving into what they are and why people would believe them and 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 where they come from and that sort of thing not in like the i believe this but in the, like the this is kind of interesting to look at kind of way mm-hmm. um and he was talking about there's this there's this weird thing in like california um that sort of southwestern sort of side of of the u.s the sort of more desert side where random times people will pick up this radio station that no one knows where it comes from and it, it never has a voice attached to it it just plays songs and then has like the radio station name be introduced the time or whatever and then it goes back to playing these songs and they're usually like like the really weird sort of songs that you expect from famous people but they're not like the main singles that you hear mm. like, that's kind of cool of this random radio station that people pick up no one knows where it's coming from and then i started playing with that of what if it's coming from space and i i suppose david bowie's starman comes in there because there's a song in there they talk about like a radio dj from space i was like okay that's kind of a cool idea and yeah it became this this alien person wanting to find home and talking about that through a radio station and i always kind of connect the way that i write and the feel of the moment that i'm writing about to music and so the whole radio station idea was like oh that's perfect it really is perfect um that's really cool also just want to <laughs> chuck that out there um, to get the whole backstory, I wasn't expecting it to be that detailed, but it's actually really interesting. And um, I feel like after the show, I'm going to ask you to link me to, all, <laughs> you know, the weird videos and stuff that provided the inspo. And I, I mean, obviously, I, well, obvious to you, James, but to everyone else, <laughs> I, I do have an inside uh, with the Boil Up project because it's uh, managed by the Meteor where I work. Yeah. And so I've been aware of Wish I Was There and James's work. and But I didn't realise that uh, the show wasn't always solo, that you, you know, you had extra characters, you had three, you had two, and then you kind of ended up where you are now. Well, the first, the first Boil Up workshop, it was in its, like, I quote-unquote final form, I suppose, of hmm. that's the radio show idea, it's the one-person show and before that, I'd been toying with it because there's ideas that I wanted to explore and I didn't know how to talk about them. So I was like, oh, two people discussing, that's an easy way to talk about ideas. Um, but yeah, when when the first Boil Up workshop happened in April, um, yeah, it was, it, it was that radio show and I had like three scenes done. Mm. And I took it in and I think the first person I, I, I talked to at the workshop when, when we were doing like the, the individual workshop stuff, uh, was was Anas and I was like that's kind of cool that thinking about it that he was the first person to see the script and now he's working with me on it and, yeah. yeah so Anders is directing 
Yeah, so he's directing, he's also producing, and technically he's the dramaturg as well. Okay, seems like he likes um, having a lot of mahi on his plate. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's keeping him busy, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, you must be pretty busy too, you know, writing and starring in this work and kind of, I guess, because it's already written, devising isn't the right word, but like you and Anders are working together on getting it ready for the stage. You know, it's not like he's just telling me what to do. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, we have a lot of discussion and I think currently it's a script stand, it's version seven of Oof. wish i was there as 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 it was from the first workshop um mm. and so it's been just rewriting and we kind of reformatted for a while and it started turning away from the radio show and became more of like uh, uh this person going through the universe writing a book kind of like a hitchhiker's guide kind of idea yeah, yeah um and there was a point where we kind of just hit the wall with it and we're like we don't know where this is going anymore and so we left that and and, and i was just emailed me a couple prompts and he was like here's what i'm thinking here's a couple concerns write whatever you want like just just try and reformat it and that's what i did and something happened and something sparked my mind and and now we we both feel that this is in a really nice ready to present form um in version seven well that's you know that's great i'm sure audiences uh will be pleased to hear that version seven is the one but like there's no shame in having um, multiple versions to be honest especially you know if 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 that's what it takes to get to the desired end result then have like 27 versions um but it's great to hear that um you and anders are having such good time working on this work i mean you alluded near the beginning there how great um it was for you to be working with like outside practitioners and air quotations, real theatre makers. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, pro- professional in, yeah. in the sense that that's their sole job, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to break for a song now uh, because Sweet. there's a few to get in because James is an absolute legend and always gives me songs. You always give me songs. It's just... You say, hey, here's some. think about some songs, and I send you a list of four or five songs. Yeah, it makes my life so much easier. You and um, Uncle Rick, top of my list. Just give me, <laughs> I didn't have to pick a single song today. It was great. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with Space Out by Ellie Dixon. Um, anything you want to say about this track before I hit play, James? Um, it's really cool. Um, Ellie Dixon just released a new EP. Uh, go listen to it. She's a creator in in the UK and deserves all the respect that everyone else gets. Go listen to it. I guess. Sweet. Okay. Well, now we're going to listen to Space Out. Oh, look, I'm in the stars again, and out here, everything's stellar. Everything's good in my head. soon cause look at the view Houston we got a problem I won't be down for dinner time cause I just want to sit in my astro paradise oh I sometimes I space out sometimes I jump in a rocket and I fly around town and you know that I beat all the traffic cause I'm intergalactic Floating in space. You can drive your car, I'll be in my 
spaceship Mercury, Venus, I called that a day trip Pulling up, you think you've got the right gears You're doing miles, but I'm doing light years Revving up your engine, but it's anticlimactic Try follow me, but my passport intergalactic Can't believe when I pull up in my UFO cosmic Think you lost your jaw back there where you dropped it? I knew it's a bad habit every time you bore me I fly to another planet, I don't have the patience to listen to complain And honey, can you blame? You're chilling with the aliens, oh So join me in my cosmic fantasy Spain looks nice, but try another galaxy I can tell you life is so much better When you're hopping star to star like interstellar Houston, we got a problem I won't be down for dinner time Cause I just want to sit in my Astro paradise Sometimes I space out Sometimes I jump in a rocket and I fly around town And you know that I beat all the traffic Cause I'm intergalactic And I can't help myself I can't tell you what is best Or where I'm gonna fly to next But tell me welcome home Step of Jupiter and Mars Just know your face is out of this world to me Oh, I Sometimes I space out Sometimes I jump in my rocket and I fly around town And I know that I beat all the traffic that was space out by ali dixon um nice vibes nice vibes yeah it's a it's a really cool song um i like all of her stuff i think it's just she's got a really cool way of she's all she's entirely self-produced um so everything in the song she's done herself um, and I, I just, I just think that's, that's really cool. And I feel that, I feel that deep. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like you can relate to that. Can't you, Jack? <laughs> Actually on that note, I might quickly, um, just take this m- moment to, uh, talk about previous and other James things. <laughs> um, sure. it's a new segment on that's the ticket. No, but like, this is your first, you mentioned this is your first time writing a solo show, first time performing mm-hmm. a solo show, mm-hmm. but not your first time writing and presenting a work, right? No. Um, so this is, yeah, this is the first time I've performed my own work, uh, well, technically, um, in, a, in a public setting, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a couple of things at uni that I self-wrote, but this is the first time that I've, yeah, completely self-written and performed my own thing uh before that obviously we had um four kings in 2019 was my first um publicly shown thing that i'd written um and directed was my first was my sort of directorial debut if we put it that way just a lot of debuts um, in one season there mate uh, oh, it was great no it was, and 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 kings was a lot of fun really re- really well received um and that's on i think version four or five since then um Mm -hmm. so always always working always recrafting things um i also since then after that i did my masters in theater studies 
um, which I wrote uh, my own adaptation of Hamlet, uh, which became a three-person show uh, called Cliff in Denmark or A Cliff in Denmark, um, which at some point I'll, I'll do a public season of that. It was a private in level two at the UK, at, at, at the university uh, performance for one night. Yeah, but, um, I feel like we yarned about this last time you're on That's the Ticket and yeah, how it was I, an interesting time. Well, it was weird because we, we, we were, I think we hit level two. It was that time where Auckland kind of turned back into a full lockdown. Mm. And, and I think on the Thursday before that, they announced we were moving to level two. And then with the potential of level three, and we were performing on the next Tuesday. And so it was really stressful, but we were lucky enough to be able to do a really small audience spaced out, I think 20 people of like friends and family and then uni people. Mm. Um, And I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of that work. There's lots of things I want to fix in it, but um, I would like to, at some point, put that on um, publicly. Yeah, I think the public will agree with you on that one. <laughs> or at least I will, yeah. as someone who's heard about this work and has not been able to see it. Yeah, and I feel like it's a really different one for me because it, it was a lot more it was a lot more serious than King's. King's was a comedy, mm. whereas Cliff and Denmark was a lot more because it was Hamlet and it was dealing specifically with sort of mental health themes. Um, and that was kind of the, the, the frame I took my thesis in was was around mental health and then also adaptation um that it was a lot more serious it was the element elements of comedy but it was a lot more of a of a, of a sh- not straight drama but it was a lot more serious and dramatic in that sense i mean now wish i was there is a lot more light-hearted with a with a deeper meaning to it yeah that was going to be my next question where would you um kind of rank uh which i was there in terms of the genre so yeah, it's dramatic it's, it's, comedy. It's, no, it's it's it is a comedy. It's it's how would I rank it? That's a good question. I I hope it's a comedy. I hope people laugh at it and and, and not in like the haha, look how bad this is, but in the way that like you know, there's things in there that I want people to laugh at and, and mm. enjoy. Um, I th- I just think it's really quite heartwarming and light, and there's nothing that's gonna make people kind of go away and go oh, that hurt to watch. That was really sad. Or, you know, cause it's it, ultimately it's a, it's a, it's a journey of self-discovery and finding the places that we belong. I was, it, I wrote it from my sort of gender experience and coming to understand who I am um, as a person. And that's how it started. And then it's kind of more become, I think there's a universal element to it of it's about yeah finding where you belong and the person that you want to be. And that kind of found family kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and I just think it's a lot lighter than everything else that I've written to be honest and I mean I feel like that's potentially what people need these days um absolutely wish I was there is scheduled to be running at the meteor uh November 2nd to 5th with 7 30 p.m shows so that's uh next week um so we'll see (laughs) we'll see um hopefully 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 but actually, all this, you know, all this talk about Wish I Was There on the hit uh, Free FM radio show, That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney, it's just occurred to me that uh, you could always do this as a radio play. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah um, I think that's something that um, Jonty Hendry, um, who's another uh, mentor at the Boiler Workshops, 
said mm-hmm. to me, he said, you know, why, why is this a theater piece? Why is this not a radio show? And I'm like, it, it absolutely can work on radio. And I just think that in the way that my brain works and, and the way that I like looking at things and, and, and experiencing things on stage, um, there's lots more little things that are going to happen, which add that theatrical element to it. Um, yeah. yeah there's, there's, there's things in the show that technically happen off air, mm. which add more depth and more layering to, to the script itself. Well, and as someone who was um, able to be at the last Boil Up weekend uh, and I saw some of this work and uh, technically you've got a wee bit going on, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know that some of the stuff that you saw in that in that um, weekend's changed and gone and different, but there's a lot more little things that um, hopefully with like set and and uh lighting and all those little little things that that just add to the whole whole show is just going to make it a lot more interesting and a lot more deeper kind of impact rather than just hearing hearing the words yeah and i mean you're quite a themey being if that makes sense but um yeah in regards to the way that you approached this interview, you sent me songs being like, these aren't the songs that are used in the show that are played on this, um, you know, space station. These yeah. songs that are space themed. And so am I correct in assuming that with your technical elements, like your sound and lighting and stuff, everything's going to be of the same kind of theme? Yeah. Like the songs that are going to be used in the show link to uh that planet i suppose that i'm talking about at the time um, mm-hmm. the, like the, the the general sort of progress of the show happens as we talk about each of the planets starting at pluto working our way down to uh what has become earth and yeah each each song that plays has a has sort of a thematic link to both what i think the planet feels like and what i talk about as that planet's sort of existence um yeah so i guess yeah I, I i think thematically i think kind of in in the feel i think it's the feel rather than the theme that's probably a better um, way to describe it because we were talking yeah. about how when you write it's linked to music and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. i feel like yeah, feel- it, it's it's definitely about the, the the feel and the vibe rather than like the theme because mm. um, thematically maybe these songs don't absolutely link to what i'm talking about at all but yeah. at least the feel and some of the lyrics kind of link to it Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the songs I use, which is uh, a Talking Head song, talks about home and and wanting to connect with home, and I'm like, okay, cool, that 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 works, and the planet that it's there for. I talk about that extensively. It's kind of one of the earlier planets. Um, yeah, it, it all, everything from sound to lighting to set will just feel like the vibe it should. I suppose I think that's I guess that's theater in general, but. The, the, it's, it's all about the vibes is what I'm saying yeah no so come along to wish I was there for the good space vibes yep absolutely and so you, you've touched on how y- you're working with Anders as your director you were connected uh, with him through the Boil Up project um, and you touched on future f- the future of the work so you were talking about touring and stuff like that. That's that's something that's on the cards. That's a hope. That that's, a, that's a hope. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
they, we, we talked about it as we'll see how this season goes mm-hmm. should it happen obviously the, the first season it's gonna happen yeah. but the first the first season see how it goes and if i decide you know what i'm over this i don't like this show anymore then we'll we'll, we'll kill it and it'll end there but at least how i'm feeling right now is this 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 will go further this will this will go out to the world and more people will see it um that's the perks of you know with Arnas, he has connections to uh, people at basement in auckland mm-hmm. so that's a potential there and with jaunty being um connected to jaunty being the theater manager of bats in wellington um being as part of boil up so hopefully that there's that connection there so at least then we've got two places we could potentially tour to if they want us um yeah, I just think we're we're both kind of in the mind that this 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 is a, this is a story that can go out and the world can see it. I mean, the world hopes to see it, or at least Hannah from that's the ticket hopes to see it. <laughs> um, okay, I want to touch more on boil up, but I'm gonna uh, break for a very important uh, segment of the show. Uh, you'll be well familiar with this, James, but it's Rick's pick time. Kilda Uncle Rick. Um, I've tried to go on theme, uh, space theme, and uh, luckily uh, Uncle Rick's list of songs. Oh, some background for everyone. I need to always remember to do the, uh, the background for Rick's pick. So long story short, I have an Uncle Rick. He's great. And he loves listening to music, um, supports my radio career 100%, has listened to every episode. And when he found out uh, that I was starting That's the Ticket, he's like, cool, I'm going to hook you up with a list. Every week you can play rick's pick and every week i have and um this week i'm trying to go for a space theme and so i've got i'm the urban spaceman by the bonzo dog band <laughs> it wasn't a song i had heard before today i, I don't but, know if um, i know it either well you, you're about to find out james we're about to live it but um this one's for you uncle rick <laughs>
this week's Rick's Pick. Uh, I'm the Urban Spaceman by the Bonzo Dog Band. Um, new to me, new to James, but um, happy to have experienced it. Happy to be a part of um, <laughs> this process of me broadening, broadening my music taste, aren't you, James? It's <laughs> great. It's great. But no, um, thanks, Uncle Rick. And uh, reasons for the spacey um, pick this week is because James Smith, my co-host slash guest um, for today's episode, is staging their latest work, Wish I Was There, at the Meteor November 2nd to 5th COVID Levels Dependent. And um, we've just, we've, we've had a solid deep dive into the play, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so now I want to take a jump to the left or a back step you can pick whatever um reference you want out there guys but um to boil up so this work is um being presented as part of the uh boil up project right Mm -hmm. and how long have you been working like within the boil up project james it's been like the whole year basically hasn't it yeah i think the first workshop that we had as part of Boil Up was April. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting weekend for me because that was when I was on the Madagascar tour as well. And we were at Clarence Street Theatre. And so I was jumping between shows to the Boil Up workshops and it was a busy weekend. But yeah, it was. I think it was April and then a second big workshop in I feel June, like June or July. June or July, yeah. It all yeah. just kind of blurs, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, since since April, actively involved, um, and obviously the show's been working on before that. And so you submitted, you submitted the work at the start of the year. Then yeah, well, at least an outline the workshops. of the idea. Yeah, sorry, at least an outline of the idea first, and then yeah, because um, I think at that point it was still pretty conceptual. I hadn't actually put anything on paper yet or at least in this form, on paper. Yeah. Loose and, ideas, but nothing connected. And it's, it's really trippy to think that this has all happened within, you know, the last, like, eight months. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> fact that, yeah, here it is seven versions later, and it's, yeah, eight yeah. only eight months. It's, yeah, it's weird. I mean, I guess I, it helps that it's a one-person show, I guess. It, yeah, yeah. Which is both terrifying to me, mm. but also really good in lockdown because I can just rehearse my 20 pages of dialogue that I have to learn um, alone and work on it and then get on a call with artists and be like, hey, let's talk about it. And let's do, you know, speak have, through it. And then, um, have you got any of your bubble mates in on it? Uh, not really, no. Okay. <laughs> just because I... I like keeping things close to my chest. Um, like, because I live with, with the great, the one and only Connor Maxwell, who oh, also was part of experience. Yeah, the yeah, experience I, himself. Yeah. Um, and he was at the first, like, reading of, I think, version one or two that I had. And so he's seen that, and he's seen what I did at the Boil Up workshops, but he hasn't seen anything else. He's probably heard me rehearsing it and on rehearsals with artists and stuff, but yeah, no one else. My brother Tom and and uh, M, um, Connor's partner and great uh, designer of Meteor stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. M. 
Um, yeah, they don't. I, yeah, it's not that I don't want to get them connected. It's more that I like the surprise, if that makes sense. I like people being surprised. I mean, I no, I think I understand, and especially because the, in theory, the best time to share the work is when it's complete and being presented as it should be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, well, not that I don't want people to hear it now. No. But like I'm more like, I, I I can work on it myself because it's a it's a one person show and I don't need people to bounce off learning lines and that sort of thing. Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. How's the line learning thing going? Um, last time I did a run through of the script myself, uh, mm. I think I gotten like memorized six of the 11 sections okay that's yeah. not too bad mate that's pretty good yeah yeah so I'm, I'm i'm pretty happy with that um and one of the sections is completely silent so i can count that as well okay yeah well done <laughs> but yeah it's um yeah it's, it's it's going and i think by this you know give me a couple more days and i'll have it down and then hopefully by next week it'll it'll be ready it'll be ready to go in in some form and it'll be a magical journey for everyone involved no but like i just want to take a minute to say like mahi pie great work (laughs) on no but seriously solo show amidst like you've basically it's like you've been doing the whole thing in lockdown because anders has you know is based in tamaki makoto so you've had to do the whole thing via zoom um which i think is admirable we did, yeah, we did one rehearsal or two rehearsals the the weekend he was in Hamilton, but everything else has been entirely, entirely over, over Zoom. And yeah, it's, it's been weird, but it's been fun. Yeah. No, I feel like, especially in the kind of world we're living in now, it's probably a good skill to have. Yeah. You know, you're probably absolutely. one of the most well-versed Zoom rehearsal people <laughs> in um and beyond potentially um but no i'm gonna step away from uh wish i was there for a hot minute and ask a bit of a cheeky question because sure. we've talked we've talked about the future um or kind of skeptical future of wish i was there but i just want to ask is there anything else is there anything else on the boil for you outside of uh, yeah. yeah there's a couple things um that so you can talk I'm, about obviously yeah, yeah, yeah i can definitely talk about this um i'm doing i'm directing julius caesar for gardens fest next year for the summer shakespeare mm-hmm. um through tahi tahi tasi um so benny marama's uh producing it for me um and we're we're getting our audition pack sorted and so hopefully that should go out soon um yes yeah, so that'll be good for gardens fest i'm also working with uh one question theater at the moment on uh lemons 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 oh uh, uh, yeah that's kind of a one that was it's a bit up in the air with lockdown and everything like that so we're not sure specifics of what's happening there but um hopefully that should be happening we talked about december initially but i guess we'll see where it goes from here yeah um yeah so that those those are the two definite things i'm working on at the moment okay so it's clear you like to keep busy i i i i I, that's the only way i that's the only way to be right uh yeah (laughs) otherwise otherwise we get bored um Um, 
so I've got a couple other things I'm I'm working on brain wise thinking of like things I might want to write and might kind of want to work on but nothing solid yet that seems like a reoccurring theme with you boil up peeps when I had um Connor on the show uh like oh it's probably about a month ago now but um I was like any upcoming projects projects and Connor was like yeah I'm already writing my next one and I'm like geez you guys don't mess around we were talking about this the other day and yeah he's like I'm, I'm, I'm writing this one but I've also got ideas for this one and this one I was like geez Connor come on <laughs> focus man focus on one but no he I'm the same you know I, yeah I, I mean I, like it's I a bit rich to me from you James yeah 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 it's it's there's so many things going around in my brain that just need to go on paper and yeah no keep keep doing it um do keep doing it because um you know it's always um awesome to see local creators actually getting stuff happen like making stuff happen getting stuff out there because it's one thing to write a play or you know a show or whatever but to actually follow it through and get it on stage is a whole nother kettle of fish yeah um, so, you know, keep it up. But uh, <laughs> as we're nearing the end of the show, before I break into my last um, segment of upcoming events, which is very interesting to do in Level 3, um, <laughs> I'm just going to uh, break for uh, another James Smith song pick, which is uh, Start Again by Space Monkey Mafia. <laughs> um, anything you want to quickly say about that one, James? Um, oh, nothing particularly. Um, I think, I think this is a cool song. I, 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 I like it and it fit it. I just feel like it fits the show. It's not in the show, but I feel like it fits. I mean, I haven't heard it yet, but I also feel like it fits. So, uh, here's Start <laughs> Again by Space Monkey Mafia.
future days are brighter than these. Today they aren't, so help me please. Yeah, things are going great, and somehow I want to start again and again and again. Start Again by Space Monkey Mafia. Um, pretty groovy. There's a lot of um, groovy vibes coming from you um, for this episode, James. I think that's I, that, that's that's the vibe of the show. That's the vibe of uh, Wish I Was There. Yeah. Um, word of to uh, this week's episode of That's the Ticket is vibe, I think. But yep, um, you're listening to That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney, a special guest and guest host because you open the show, uh, James Smith. We've been having a lovely yarn about um, James's upcoming season of Wish I Was There, but also just kind of like writing and theatre and creating in general. Uh, didn't yeah. necessarily expect the episode to go this way, but I'm pretty happy with how it's gone. <laughs> you always have good chat, James. Oh, I, I, I save all my chat for, for moments like this. Okay, I feel it's a privilege, <laughs> but... Um, as we're nearing the end of the show, I'm just going to quickly break into uh, upcoming events. Uh, going to start with Wish I Was There because we've been talking about it for the past almost an hour. Um, Wish I Was There by James Smith is being presented at uh, the Meteor Theatre as part of the Boil Up Creative Development uh, Project. The season is scheduled for November 2nd to 5th with 7.30pm shows. Obviously, this is uh, dependent on Kirikiroa being in level two. So yeah. watch this space. We'll wait and see. Um, and tickets are $18 general admission, and you can purchase them from the meteor.co.nz. Um, elsewhere in the Tron, um, over at Riverly Theatre, Hamilton Musical Theatre have been, uh, right now they're meant to be um, nearing the end of their season of Mamma Mia, the hit ABBA musical. Uh, they've been cancelling every show that has not been able to go ahead on its original date during Level 3. But the season is running until the 30th of October, so um, if you're a ticket holder, hold on to it um, in case we go into um, Level 2. And I think they have transferred some tickets optimistically into the latter end of the season as well. But when in doubt, check the Hamilton Musical Theatre website and Facebook page, which I will link with the podcast of this episode over at Clarence Street. Um, they've got Tom Sainsbury 
Snapchat dude scheduled for November 5th. So let's also hope that can go ahead. Um, keep an eye on the Clarence Street website and Facebook page. And last but not least, our friends at Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival, where uh, James Smith is uh, presenting Julius Caesar next year, um, are currently running a boosted crowd- crowdfunding campaign to uh, save the festival and ensure that it can happen in 2022. Uh, you can donate to that at versus.org.nz. I'll put the link up with this podcast and we'll be golden. Um, anything you would like to plug, James? Um, nothing specifically, I don't think. I think you've plugged everything that's that's coming up for me in my brain. <laughs> in your brain. In my um, brain. Oh, actually, I do want to quickly ask you, though. Um, I think it's still running the Boon After Dark in Garden Place. Um, have you checked yeah. it out? Because it is a bit spacey. I have been during the day, mm. uh, but I haven't been at night, which probably should because it's it's cool. And I've seen the photos. I'm going, that's so cool. But I, I've only seen it during the day, sadly. Yeah, likewise. And I've been plugging it on the show, but then we went into lockdown and stuff. And so <laughs> I assume you can go down to Garden Place and check it out. Just mask up, keep your distance, do the right thing, and um, we'll be golden. But um, before, you know, I play us out with another space-themed banger, I just want to quickly ask you, James, what advice would you give to anyone out there who's um, got an idea for a creative work or has been writing? What advice would you give to them? Uh, Stick with it. Um, Send it to people. Be like, hey, what do you think? Um, Talk to people. Get it find people who might be able to put it on and be like hey here's this or you know have a think of this because that's that's how that's how kings happen and here we are now so yeah um just just stick with it and 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 it might seem hard and it might seem like you're kind of going nowhere and it's hitting a brick wall but just at some point it'll come back and yeah just talk to people find the people that will help you yeah that's all i can suggest well said, James. Well said. I know I put you on the spot there. It was either that or <laughs> would you rather, but I feel like I've done would you rather with you a couple times, surely. I think every time it's been a would yeah. you rather. So, you know, I'm like, this time I'm actually going to ask James a question where the answer is actually slightly more relevant than a would you rather, <laughs> slightly more useful to the to the um, listeners out there. But um, I'm going to play us out with... A song that I feel is fitting for the end of the show, actually. It's um, Beyond the Sea by Bobby Darren. Darren? Darren, I think it is, yeah. Darren. And um, this was your pick. And yep. I'm going to ask you why, James. Uh, I don't know. It's, again, it's the vibe. It's that kind of yearning for outwards and whatever's coming towards us. And um it, I don't know. It, it, again, it's the vibe that fits the show. It, it's just, yeah. I've got a list. My playlist on my phone on Spotify has the, sh- the songs from the show and then ends with a bunch of just like songs that fit the vibe for me. And I kind of put those on when I'm either learning the script or just kind of trying to feel the vibe again. And that's one of them. Is this playlist public? Just asking for uh, I think it is, yeah. Okay. Because uh, maybe that's be. something you could release with the show. 
I was thinking yeah. that of of putting on like the little Spotify scan this kind of thing at the yeah. on, on the program or something like that, but who knows yet. Okay. Well, um, thanks for joining me, James. It's it's always a pleasure, but um it's been really great to um kind of have a whole hour with you, I think. Yeah, it's always fun to fun to do as much as we can on this. Yeah. Rather okay. Zoom through it. Yeah, hard. But um I've been Hannah Mooney. They've been James Smith. This has been That's the Ticket. And um, we'll catch you next week, guys. Uh, Stay safe out there. Mask up. Keep your distance. Get vaccinated. And I'll catch you next week. See ya. See you, guys. Stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing somewhere beyond the sea. She's there watching for me. If I could fly like birds on high, then straight to her arms.
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.